Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Friends You Can Keep podcast. We're back again. Um, barely. Uh, yeah, barely. Fun news update for everybody out there listening to this. <laughs> As of recording this, uh, the day has finally come. It's finally happened. Uh, Kelly and I have COVID. Thank my parents for that. <laughs> we assume. I mean, that's... That's the only explanation it can be, because we didn't have it. Right. We went to the beach for a weekend, and they met us down there, and we spent the whole weekend with them, and then we came home, and they got COVID, and then yeah, two yeah, days later, <laughs> two days after they tested positive, we tested, three days after they tested positive, we tested positive. So, that's been fun. Um, if they wouldn't have had COVID, though, I don't think I would have even taken a COVID test, though. No. We haven't had any symptoms. Well, not any, like, hard symptoms. Sore throat kind of here and there. Yeah, I would have just thought it was, like, the start of allergy season. Yeah. We had, like, we had some allergy stuff going on, some cold stuff going on, like, not anything to think that it was COVID. Without knowing that someone had COVID. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, to just think about what we had, I would not have thought that we had COVID. Which I guess is... The big problem right now. Yeah. Is that it's not, it's mild. But, um. Somehow Tony's negative. Which I can't believe. I think it's going to be, because I tested on Monday and I was negative and then Thursday I was positive. I think either either he's not, it's not present yet. But it's. Or it's a false negative. Because we tested him on Thursday and then. Friday, he proceeded to not... I, I got him out of bed at 9 o'clock. When he woke up, who knows? He was just laying in there face down. And he woke up immediately when I walked in the door. So he could have been he asleep. Slept. He could have been awake. But then I brought him downstairs, and he was like... He would go through spurts of wanting to play, and then he would just lay on the floor. Yeah. And it's like, do you want to go back up to bed? Uh-huh. And then you then like, today, normal. You're going to take him. No, I don't want to go to bed. Then in the afternoon, he slept for, like, three yeah, more hours. he just hours. crawled up in my lap and fell asleep. Yeah. About three more hours there, then went to bed and slept all night. But now, this morning, he woke up normal time, and he was pretty normal today. Yeah, he was normal today. And he didn't take a nap, so... Yeah. Which is pretty normal for him, so... Yeah. Um, but all that out of the, all that out of the way, we have... Uh, I don't know if I did this before. I feel like I did something like this before. It's very similar to um, on Real Time with Bill Maher, the end of the episode, Bill Maher always does new rules. And it's very similar. I did. I feel like I did something like this before, and if I didn't call it new rules, I just did something like this. Uh, but I have two that I wanted to talk about. Number one, I don't remember exactly what it was because it was a couple weeks ago, but it came across my news feed, or, yeah, it came across my feed on Facebook. Um two different times i've seen this now and it's kind of already a rule of people who have manners and decorum but i think it needs to be reiterated that if you are um i guess really if you're anybody but i'm noticing it through uh heterosexual couples that if you are a man and you're getting your picture taken with your girlfriend or your wife your fiance or whoever and you're going to put that picture out into the world in some way, shape, or form, don't 
take a fucking picture where you're posing and you're in nicer clothes nonetheless and you're just full on grabbing her ass and not like you're you have your arm around her and your hand is just on her butt i'm talking like full where are you seeing this crab call crab claw squeeze of the butt cheeks i saw it on facebook you saw someone had a picture posted? yes weird yeah and it's gross i'm all you know this is this is a weird this is a weird set of new rules because as this podcast will tell you i am not shy about talking about sex i'm a very sexual person but i also have i have manners i guess i have a weird thing about like things you should and shouldn't do and what should be subtle and what shouldn't be subtle and it just sends a weird message to me it's just weird it's also very aggressive it's aggressive, and it's like, I, I don't know. Why do you have to hang on to it during the... It's not going to go anywhere. But it's also just... I don't know. It's just strange. It feels very um, dominant. I need to assert my dominance. Yeah, I don't know. Even though that's probably not even close to the intent. I just, it's weird. I don't know. <coughs> just take normal... Just put your hands in a normal spot when you take a picture. Yeah. Just don't... I don't want to see any... I want to no be that clutching. guy. I want to be that guy... It happened it happened before it really picked up during Me Too with celebrities. And it could continue with COVID and stuff like that, the people that were taking photos. But it happens a lot with celebrities where they'll take photos with women and it'll be like the celebrity is a man in the middle and it's two women on either side. And they like at first glance he's just like got his arms around both of them, whatever. But then when you really look at the picture, his arms are there, but his hands are like a good foot off oh, of their shoulders like it's just there but there's no uh-huh. contact happening. like he has his arms out and the yeah. women are just standing arms are arms are out it looks like i said at first glance arms are around him and it like at first glance you think he's got hands on shoulders pulling them in close but when you look like they can be leaning into him still but like his hands yeah. are not making contact with their body I think well, that's like, so sh- funny. Shoulders, I think, is, is safe. Oh, yeah. I guess shoulder it... shoulder is appropriate, yeah, I... but I think it's funny to do that kind of, like... That notion is, like, your hand on someone else's body is appropriate nowhere. Well, and the whole thing with that peaking up during, like, the Me Too movement was yeah. it's you and a stranger. Right. And like... you don't want it to be like, oh, well, he touched me inappropriately. Right. Right, because, like... Did you have a conversation of yeah. where your hands can or can't be or whatever? <coughs> yeah. Um, but it's just weird. And I just don't... And again, it's weird coming from me because the things I talk about, if you know our relationship, my relationship with your butt is not a secret. But, but like, I'm not... I'm not just doing that in but public. But not right. And I'm not right. doing it in photos. Like... Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, because it's... Just it's weird. Your hand has been lingering there a long time. And I think, again, like... It's not just a slap. I think, again, like, even if you were, like, drunk, then don't put that picture on the internet. You have how many other pictures that you took. Don't put that one on the internet. Like... Yeah, or crop it out. Crop it so it's, like, faced up so you don't notice it. Or in so you don't notice it. I don't know. There's a lot of things you could have done to get around that and... You chose not to. So, 
Uh, the other new rule, this is, again, why these new rules are weird. Um, and I wanted to talk about this, and I, we had talked about it a little bit before. Uh, I hate being a guy because of the ads I'm now getting on the internet. And I say this because I'm now getting ads for Dr. Squatch, the soap company. And I get it. Their whole angle is that the body wash you use, most of it's labeled as detergent by the FDA. And... Yeah, it's not good their stuff's skin. all organic and natural and whatever, blah, blah, blah. But their ads are my problem. Now, to give you some backstory, these ad types started when Manscaped razors became a <laughs> big thing. You'll hear a lot of that this episode is coughing. Again, we have COVID. I um, just, mine sounds like... It's fine. Otherworldly, um, I feel like. But Manscaped started this whole trend when their razors were out and they were promoting them like crazy on podcasts and they were a big thing but manscape did it with humor it was so subtle and subtlety dr squatch the ad is literally a guy holding two golf balls that are emojis scrubbing them with a loofah and then it's like guys stop putting harsh chemicals on your balls and like this woman comes into frame who is supposed to be his significant other and says something again about like don't do this with your balls and like they just keep saying the word balls and i'm like it's not an innuendo anymore well hey it's not an innuendo even like and you're holding golf balls but you're then deliberately like using the word balls aggressively so like you lost you had the innuendo here but then you lost it immediately yeah and I just, I don't know. I just don't, I don't like it. And it's one of those things, too, even if it was funny, many comedians will tell you the more, and literally anybody in the world, comedian or yeah, not. anyone who's ever heard a joke. But in terms of you trying to do this joke, any comedian will tell you the more you use a word, the less power and meaning it has. When the less so, funny it is. So when your ad just keeps saying the word balls over and over and over and over and over again. They kind of lose their pungence and their punch. I get it. You're trying to be edgy. Oh, look, we can say balls on the internet. So our ad has us talking about washing your nuts. Like, yeah, but it's like we all know you can say that on the internet. Yeah, it's nothing new. Yeah, it's just the, and I don't like the whole. I mean, Manscaped kind of does it too. I don't care for this whole implication of like, and it's weird to me, and I get it. I'm a guy. Men love blowjobs. But, like, Manscaped and Dr. Squatch, they all have this very, very heavily implied notion of, like, you need to take care of your downstairs area or your woman's not wanna go, not going to want to go down there. And yeah. it's not, like, to me, that doesn't imply that she doesn't want to have sex with you because she's not going down there if you're having sex. Right. If you're having sex and she's not blowing you, she might not ever see your balls. So, like, the implication right. is clearly that her face is going down there at some point. Well, I guess maybe they're trying to appeal to a very specific group of men. Oh, well, they're definitely trying to appeal to men who... Who are gross. Who are gross and men who are, like... They'll never say it, but the appeal is, like, men whose wives blow them, like, once in a while... But they know they're gross, so they think like, oh, well, if you use this soap, 
she's gonna go down on you all the right, time. Right, as if like that's so the then you'll only start using it. Or it's single dudes who are really trying to get laid, and it's like, oh, right. if you use this soap, bro, like you won't be able to keep women from touching your junk all the time with their mouths and their tongues. I mean, you will, no problem. <laughs> Um, so those are our two new rules for this episode. I mean, you think your ads are bad, but... Yeah. Mine are not only very sex-specific, as in gender-specific. Oh, I also got an ad recently. This isn't part of a new rule, but I got an ad that I sent you because I thought it was hysterical. I don't understand why you got it. For, what were they? The Flavored hygiene wipes. There it is, the flavored hygiene wipes. And what's weirder is... They're so, for women. But what's weirder is, I can see that being for men. You could you could use it both ways. But what's weirder is, the ad I got is a girl in a bathing suit sitting on the edge of a pool. And the guy is, like, in the water coming towards her, like, about to grab her. And she is the one holding the thing, and it's, like, right next to her butt cheek in the picture. And I'm like... So clearly, this ad is her using it for him, but yet you directed it to me. Unless she's about to hand it to him, like, yo, bro, you were just in the pool, clean your shit up. But what really <laughs> disgusted me was the notion of, they're not scented no, hygiene. No, they're flavored. Flavored. It's like edible underwear. But, like... I'm not cutting up a body. This is me cutting in half a uh, Texas Roadhouse roll. For those of you that can hear that ASMR in the background. I I could <coughs> barely hear it. Well, I could hear it through the headphones. Oh, oh. So I knew the mic was picking up like... <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> the sawing noise. <laughs> but So your ads are all like, hey, dudes, wash your balls. Mine are all, oh, you're 35 and might want to have another kid. Here's every fertility, you name it, on the market. And here's a reminder that you're 35. Here's an industrial freezer. It's, I have not gotten it. No, I can't freeze my eggs anymore. They're, they're on their way down. I can't. According to your IBGYN, they were not. No, they're still, they're still viable, but there's no point in freezing them. Because, you know, the, the window will close. So, till they're frozen, I just have to thaw them out again. (laughs) But well, I get I get all kinds. That's kind how stuff of works when you put it in the freezer, isn't it? Pills and teas and all you name it. I mean, thermometers, I got, apps. I downloaded a strips. game one time that I really questioned if that game was directed for men or not. It was very not not a, not a men, women. not a gen, yeah, not a gender specific game. Well, you could argue it like some oh, of those uh, ones where you're doing makeover and stuff like that could be directed towards women more. Which they are directed at women, but they're for everybody. Right, anyone can play them, but um, some of them are. But I downloaded a game that was not. I what think it was, was just. It? I don't. I think it was like Temple Run. It was a weird, like one of those type of games where you're not doing anything that's very sex driven towards one or the other. But I and kept, not even like I kept getting ads for Playtex Sport, and I'm like. Do you think it I'm playing games on my phone? Like, this is what I'm doing? It must have been one of those games where, like, it's, yeah, the game itself is, like, so, like, obscure and whatever, but, like, it's owned by this company, this company, this company, and when you get somewhere in there, yeah. Playtex is a sponsor or a product, yeah. and they just were like, here, 
you can you little tiny game can have these tampons. Yeah. Um. So Either I, that or you typed something into Google one time and who knows <laughs> that game. <laughs> who knows? So I have another. Um, we have another category, not a category. Uh, uh, segment. segment. There it is. I was going to say topic, and we I'm have like, COVID no. Brain. These are all yes. Um, we have a new segment this episode called The Watcher. And this is going to be all... We've done this before, too, but not ever as a, a full-blown segment on its own. Right. We're just going to discuss movies and TV shows and stuff we've watched recently and are caught or are catching up on and our thoughts and opinions on it. I um, had to think about... I mean, I watched... I have... I watched one thing. I've, I did the... all the. I binged. I did a real-life binge. Yeah. The entirety, well, not the all, but the final season of Ozark. Yeah, I binged it because I like watched it and a week. Then you decided to watch it and catch up. Two weeks, maybe, probably two weeks. Probably. Um, and you enjoyed it. I got a lot of texts well, in the middle of the day about the craziness. We watched one or two episodes. I, for, I we think we watched, might have watched three episodes. I think we watched three, and then just because of the world and other shows and everything else, we. What the fuck? Huh. There's writing on this table. This is definitely my mom's writing from when she was here for the Super Bowl. First beer, first first beer, Bud Light. This is her <laughs> ad thing. We'll have to wipe that off then. Sorry. Oh, it's just sorry bad. about sorry about that, folks. That must have she probably had her paper sitting here and it. Yeah. Stamped onto it. But yeah. no, it'll come off. Anyways. Yeah, that's funny. Um, we started watching it, and then I think other shows were on. That's when we still had cable, so we were watching stuff on DVR. And it might and... have been when I was pregnant, and I they were the episodes were too involved, and I would yeah. keep falling asleep. Yeah, so that could be too. And so I said, you just keep going. Yeah. And then I When had... I didn't for a while. I think it wasn't until COVID first happened when I wasn't working. Because mm-hmm. I caught up on Fleabag, yeah, I caught yeah. up on all, and I think that was one of the ones I caught up on. And I was just like, you know what, I just don't care enough. But then, my parents had on Facebook that they were watching it. Yeah, your parents of all people. And I was like, maybe I should revisit it. Because I, I in my mind, thought the show was going somewhere different. Miss, you can't watch Pretty Woman because it's about a prostitute, but she watches Ozark. So I watched it again, and then I, I really liked it. Yeah. Now... There were several episodes where I was like, I'm not watching this anymore. And I got to deal with the I got to deal with the great thing I dealt with when you started watching The Walking Dead, which was in the middle of work, I would get text messages about you watching the show. I'm like, what the shit is this? Yeah. There was a couple storylines yeah. where I'm like, this Ozark gets And it what I like I don't want to say anything, you know, specific cuz I don't if anybody's like I mean, you can. They're on season 4. If you haven't well, caught no, up I by now, it's on you. There was the preacher storyline was really too much for me. Yeah. The kids storyline was way too much for me. And I'm like, if this ends how I think it's going to end, I'm not watching it. What's, if they would have killed that baby, I would have been out. What's funny to me is there's stuff that happened when I like you were watching a couple episodes when I was down here the one day. And I just there was stuff that they're on season 4 is what's out and is the final season. And there's shit that happened in, like, that I thought happened way later. Yeah. Or stuff that I thought happened way earlier. Because I was, whenever you were watching it that day, you were in whatever episode already. And I went to, like, talk about something, and I'm like, oh, I don't think that's happened yet. And I'm like, that's happened a long time ago. And then, yeah. But. 
But I I should have after the preacher storyline, the preacher and that baby, his baby. Yeah. When that played out the way that it did, I should have realized that the show is gonna go far, but not too far. Because that would have really not that like I'm such a prude that I can't I can't handle it. Yeah. Oh, but it's just intense. It's an it intense was, show. And if that's where they were in season one, yeah, I don't want I don't want to go any further. Yeah. Like that's too much. The show gets that. intense. But it 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 was not at all. It was really really good. Yeah. Um, there was one other thing where oh the brother. The brother. The but brother. Now, the brother's hard. I Ooh, knew the brother is hard. By the time I got there, I wasn't gonna stop watching. But I was yeah. like, if this ha- if this goes on any further, I'm gonna need to fast forward. That that scene is just fucking. And if you've seen the show and you know the story with he's he's her bro- Marty's brother-in-law. There. That was in a later season, so I won't spoil that one because that wasn't like season one. Right, that's like the very end of season three. Yeah. That's closer well, to the end of where people would be catching up if you're right. not on season four yet. He's essentially he's crying out for <coughs> you can she's hearing him through a, yeah. a phone crying out for her. Yeah. And it's it's so hard to watch. Um But it all that scene doesn't last it feels like it lasts too long, but it it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> but uh we also are caught up on well, I'm caught up on uh, Succession, no, I which you have it. not watched yet. The clip you well when you had it on, I, the cast looked fun, but it's a great show. It is, I think it is funny, in a way of like people are funny, and it's very dark in a humor sense. Yeah, but it is so dramatic. It is so and dramatic in a good way, not dramatic in like a reality show. Right, way. in the Real Housewives, and it's way. got like a. A real thin, like, undertone of suspense uh-huh. to it. I like those. And it's just so good because the whole premise of the show is like, and season one was the, so it's a family business. The daughter is not involved in the business. The two sons are, and the dad runs it. And they they run a very Fox News-esque, like, it's television organizations and TV networks and a magazine oh. and like it's all it's entertainment. Thing. Oh, got it. Um, and season one is the dad is going to give up control to the oldest or the second oldest son. There's four kids. The oldest son is the friend from Ferris Bueller. Ah, I think. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's him. Um, well, that's that same guy. If it was the, it's the guy from Spins. City. Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Yeah. He's the oldest brother, and he's involved. He's kind of not really like he's he's not really involved, but he is involved in the same light. Not as involved as Kieran Culkin and I forget the actor's name who plays the second son, but um, he's gonna put him in charge, and then spoiler alert: at the end of season one, he decides like, nope, I'm gonna stay in charge, and it is this big huge deal that's actually probably at the end of season one it's somewhere towards the end of season one but like, how many episodes are in a season <sighs> oh didn't you ten. say ten yeah ten because i thought yeah season three episode nine is the finale and it fucking ends with a bombshell it's not series finale that's just no season, just right? season ends with a 
fucking bombshell that you would not believe like left my jaw on the floor and I hoped that it was not the finale because I was a little behind on a couple episodes and then I looked it up and it's like season one and two were ten episodes but season three is only a short nine and I'm like fuck (laughs) um but yes so it's and it's all from season one on it is just all five of them the dad Actually, the dad, kind of everyone who works around them, the all the shareholders that hold board seats, and like all of them, they're all just trying to fuck each other over. <laughs> and it's it's like the daughter and Kieran Culkin will be aligned with the dad and not the brother. And then the brother will kind of like sway them a little bit, or at least you think he does. But then two episodes later, it's like, nope, we were working for him the whole time. Fuck you. But then, like, they fuck him over for the dad. And then in that same episode, that episode ends with the dad fucking them over because that was the long con the whole time. That one might like, be it's tough for me just... to just Like, in the background. Oh, you just have to pay attention to it. Yeah. And if, I mean, if for nothing, If background. for nothing else, you have to pay attention to it for the way... Like, my Aunt Kathy watches it, and she said her and Stuart watch it, if for nothing else, it's just to hear the creative ways that you can say fuck you to somebody. Oh. Because they do it all the time. Yeah. It's so good. Um, uh, it, it's one I would watch. Oh, it's definitely. Yeah. It's I definitely just, a great show to watch. I just didn't. Uh, we are also caught up on. So if you have, if you don't watch this session, you should. I think it's safe to say everything we're going to talk about in this um segment segment jesus christ everything we're going to talk about in this segment when we do this segment well i shouldn't say that 99 percent of the time it is probably going to be you should watch it yeah there's, i mean we'll there's, let you know there's definitely going to be a time where we're like this movie or tv show sucks do not watch i mean it. i'll i'll but, offer one that's terrible in case anyone's looking for a terrible documentary it's called relentless it's the worst thing i've ever watched relentless remember that one i watched where they they go looking for that girl. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, it's but terrible. Another great one that you should be watching if you're not. Kelly and I are finally caught up. We Praise just finished. We, fun- we finally finished the final episode of season two? Three? No, two. Season two. two. I thought it was season two. Yeah. Uh, yes. Praise be to he. It is oh the, my God. the Righteous Gemstones. You have to watch it. You starring John Goodman, um, Adam Devine. Danny... Danny McBride? Danny <laughs> yeah. McBride. I, was I don't da- know who plays I Judy. almost said Danny Masterson, and that's not who that is. <laughs> Danny McBride and Edie Patterson plays Judy Gemstone, the sister. Yeah. It is about, uh, the, so the four of them, it is John Goodman is the dad, and then Danny, Adam, and Edie are t- brother and sister. Brothers and sister. And they run a church They're in... televangelists. Texas? No. no, they're not in Texas. Are they in Florida? No. Georgia? They're in Georgia. Georgia. They're in Georgia. Because the Atlanta, the guy in season three is from Atlanta. Yeah. So they're somewhere in Georgia. Yeah. So they run a big, I don't think they're televangelists. Well, it's they're, just a mega church. It's a movie church. Yeah. It's just a mega church where they're yeah. not televangelists. It's very similar to televangelism, but it's just a big mega church and there's. Where it's like they, a huge musical numbers. You'll kn- if you know anything about the show, you would know that recently all that shit that happened with 
what's his name? Joel Olstein, where they found money in the walls of his church or whatever. Oh, yeah. Very similar. People were very heavily comparing it to season one of The Righteous Gemstones. Uh-huh. Because it is very similar. And it's a... It's not... It's the, a comedy, but it is also it's a, a dramedy, very... It's a dramedy, It's a drama, a comedy. There's a lot of crime. Yes. Like, it's so fucking good, though. So... It's so well acted. So oh good God. as a drama, but at the exact same time, like, hysterically, you will be in tears laughing at some of the stuff. But they aren't laughing. No. They play it so serious, and it's so fucking it's good. It's so good. Um, so many, like, one-liners. Yeah. And even, like... You'll hear one of them when I end this episode. It's, it's just... <laughs> and, like, don't, don't get turned off by, like, the religious aspect, because it's minimal but it's also not irreverent well it's also clearly it's clearly a spoof of those types of people yes oh so i guess if you're Mm. if you're deep into the religion aspect don't watch it because you're not going to like it you're going to be offended by it but like it's not sacrilegious no but it is making fun of those types of people it's like church political kind of because you have john goodman who is the head preacher yeah 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 and then you're all at dinner after sunday service and all three of his kids are arguing and then it's just john goodman yelling like would you three just shut the fuck up yeah it's not but like it's not and other things that happen throughout the course of the show if you are super religious it is not a show you will like it is a show that will deeply upset As, and offend you. I guarantee it. I, I mean, I don't find any of it offensive. You're not super religious. <laughs> well, I'm not. I'm not like an evangelical. I think that's what they would be considered. But even as a Catholic, you're not super religious. No, no. If you were super religious, you and I would not be married. <laughs> but like, I don't. The religion part is not. It, it's that's not a focus. And I mean, like the. The theology parts. It's no. It's set in a church, and that's where the no. They're religious not. Aspect they're not ends. making fun of no religion itself, no, and no, they're no, not no. making fun of like being a preacher or being a member of a church or being a a pastor of a church. No, it's, and they're not making. My point was more. They're not making fun of like. They're not making fun of God. They're not no, making no, no, fun no. of. They're not doing uh-uh. that aspect no. of it. They are making fun of and satirizing these televangelists yes. and these mega church preachers these... that aren't really in it for the religion. Yes. Yeah. Right. Like that's and that's ultimately th- what it is. I think that's why even if you were like a more religious person, I don't think you would really be offended by it. I don't know. Unless you were someone who like really followed like the Joels. Or if you're Where, someone like, who's like um when I can't make it to church on Sunday, I just watch church on TV. Like, but there's a difference between televised church and a church that the priest has, like, a Lamborghini and a Maserati and a private jet. And his wife wears nothing but, like, designer clothes and we went, not a priest, whatever they call themselves, pastor. Yeah, pastor. Like, you know, she's got, like, a five-carat Tiffany ring. like. Yeah. There's something happening there, and that that's what they're going after. Yeah, um, but it's so funny. It's, it's so, so good. Funny. It's so good. And what's oh oh uh, fuck? Walton Goggins is in it. Mm. He plays Baby Billy. That's who I, Uncle Baby Billy. Yeah, I, that's who I was trying to think. So of. So many, and there's so many like 
this most recent season had a role played by Eric Andre and that woman whose name I forget. Who oh, yeah, his she wife. was on Shipwrecked. Or what she was, was on Wrecked on TBS, which I'm sure no one watched but me. She was also she in... She was the wife in Blended. Yeah. The... She's Kevin Nealon's wife in Blended. She shakes her boobs all yeah. the time. <laughs> it's Kevin Nealon. Kevin Nealon's yeah, wife yeah. in Blended. Uh-huh. Um, but it's so funny. There's so many people that come in and out of the show, and it's just, it's such a good show, because Jason Schwartzman has a role yes. in season three. It's really... So good. So funny. And they do a really good job of keeping the storylines connected. Yeah. Because there's a lot of, like... Here's the main story, but there's a lot of shoots. Yeah. But they do a really good job of keeping things together. Yeah. So it's not just like throwaway. Nothing is a throwaway. Um, our final watcher, and I will tell you right now, this is spoilerific because I'm going to explain a lot of shit oh, for this Jesus last Christ. one. Um, I recently, because I wanted to see what all the fuss was about, I decided to start watching Euphoria. Another HBO show, which, again, to go off on a very small side note here, I think Kelly and I have determined that HBO is the new leader when it comes to television. Absolutely. Um, In terms of, like, HBO original, Netflix original, whatever. Yeah. It's HBO. Um, But I started watching it. I am on season two, episode three. And the what I have written down here as a quote that could be, like, used in promotions, it is... A, I quoted it as a a wild, frustrating ride. That show is so... You lost me at, like, high school students. All over the place. Well, it's high school students, but they're, they're, like, juniors in high school. The age range goes from, like, junior in high school till, I think, the oldest might be, like, a junior in college. But then there's that weird guy where he's like, how old are you? And he's, like, 22. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing here? So I don't know. It's all over the fucking place. Yeah, it's not for me, I don't but, think. So I have I have bullet pointed notes here. I'm just gonna sit back. It is a show no I'm hooked on, but I hate at the exact same time. There's a lot of potential. I have like I have some positives and some negatives. A lot of potential in the cast. Like as well, sure, as Zendaya. actors. Well Zendaya is in it and Zendaya was a big deal before this show even came out. But like there's a lot of people you wouldn't know because this is like the first thing they've done. But it has Wait, Great. what season is it in? Season two. But she... Season two just finished. She was big before this show, right? Yeah, that's what I said. Okay. Because Greatest Showman was out before this. I think the first Spider-Man, Spider-Man was out before season one. I think Spider-Man came out before um, The Greatest Showman. It did. I'm trying to think. Well, when she was on Disney Channel. Right, but I mean, like, movie. I mean, in terms of, like, Yeah, but roles. she's been in the... Yeah. In the zeitgeist... Is the best word I can think of right now. Um, she's been in that in the ether. She's been <laughs> she's been a celebrity. Yeah, but you can be a celebrity and not like, oh, look how talented she is. If Kim Kardashian did a serious acting role right now and like got a fucking Oscar for it, you wouldn't be like, that's not shocking. You'd be surprised as hell if Zendaya did it. You'd be like, oh, that makes sense because she's been in this, this, and this. Is my point. She's been in. Yeah. The the mainstream and shown her talent. But there are other actors and actresses in the cast that show potential for their careers moving forward. And, so, I mean, so does she, because she's very young still. But it's beside the point. Um, there is a scene in season one where there's a lot of shady shit going down that 
her character Rue does not know about. So she's trying to figure out what's happening. And her and Lexi, Maud Apatow's character, um, they're cops. And I'm not really sure what if what happened was actually happening or if it was like a weird this is I'm narrating this like Here's this is what I, I think happened because they don't they don't ever cut in and out as if like this this is where this like imaginary scene starts and ends like it kind of all happens and then they don't ever say like it didn't happen it's very weird but she's also a drug addict and but um, but there are cops. It is hysterical, and it was my favorite part of season one. Um, what's my next note? Oh, Maud Apatow. Is she the old, older one or the younger She's one? the older Apatow girl. Um, oh, duh. If they're supposed to be nice, though. Yes. She is the best character on the show. And I think... She's such a good actor. I think she steals the show. Because she's she is... Such a good and I say that from a place of bias, because this is a show. I have it down here reason i hate this show is because it's high school kids that do nothing 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 but go to parties and get high and i'm talking not smoking weed i'm talking yeah. on like molly Real and ecstasy high. and like hard drugs and drinking to the point of excess and blacking out like and just fucking each other all the time like that's what this show is and that's why i hate it's like it Gossip girl that's why i hate it because this is a show about high schoolers that you are playing as if they're people in like their late twenties, early thirties, yeah. and I just played by people. Well, no, because then the first episode is Zendaya like, oh, I just got out of rehab because I had a hardcore drug problem. But it's also a weird like, I don't know if they were going for it, but to me it played like a weird commentary on society because it starts, it gives you her whole backstory, so it's her as a child. And how, like, she goes to the doctor and it's like, oh, well, she could possibly have uh, bipolar. She could possibly have multiple personalities. She could possibly have this, 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 and this. But she's still too young to know. But then they just start prescribing her medication uh, to deal with uh -huh. it. So then as she gets older, she becomes a drug addict. Mm -hmm. So that's the way I read it. Not sure if that was the intention Probably. or not. but Probably. Because there's something in season two that I watched where I'm like, oh, I clearly get what you're trying to do with this. But maybe that's wrong. Maybe I'm just reading too much into it. Um, Probably not, because most shows now... But so that's all happening. Maud Apatow is doing none of it. She's there. She's a friend. She's there, and she's that girl on the show that's like, making sure everybody's okay, making sure everybody is where they're supposed to be, and I'm like, that's me. So maybe I'm biased, and I think she's the best <laughs> character on the show, but that's me. If I went to parties in high school, that would have been me. Um... My next note is also about them. So Fezco is the name of Zendaya's drug dealer on the show. Great character. I think that the other one of my other personalities would have also been a drug dealer. Him, but he's like. So they give you his backstory in season two, and his mom was a drug dealer, and like that's why he does it. He dropped out of school because she got real sick, and now like he's taking care of her. And, and it's this whole like it's a very her, tragic back. Her drugs for her? It's a very tragic backstory, um, but he's also like, he's very adamant about not giving her drugs anymore. Zendaya, like he's trying to help her stay clean, and it's a lot of emotion. And there's a lot of scenes where like it's the two of them together, and they're like, "Why the fuck is she here?" And he's like, "Cause she's my family." Like it's, it's a very, you have to watch the show to understand it. I can't really describe it. Um, but there's I a won't, scene. But okay. There's a scene between. 
his character and Lexi, Maud Apatow's character, in season two, episode one. They're at a New Year's Eve party, and it is both of them are me. It is both sides of me to the fullest extent. They are having a conversation, and it's like it shows their conversation, and it goes back because there's like ten characters that they're trying to focus on, so it cuts in and out of different storylines, like other like most shows do. But when it cuts back to the two of them, at one point he goes. So did you have like a good Christmas and shit, or like are you Jewish? And like that's the end of the question. <laughs> and she, she comes back with like, I forget what her initial response is, but then it just turns into this very accurate conversation about how like Christianity's Christians took the pagan holiday of Christmas and how they just changed Jesus's birthday for people. Like it's and he's like, oh shit, they really just cha- how are you gonna just fucking change somebody's birthday like that? Is this exact quote? And I'm like, this is both sides of me. It's the awkward conversationalist of me being like, so did you have a good Christmas and shit? Are you like Jewish? And then it's also the weird nerdy side of me like, oh yeah, here's the history of why Christmas is here's celebrated the, the way it is. <laughs> Um, but I have in, so there are many elements of a great show mixed in with absolute garbage. So there's a girl, the main guy is dating a girl. He fucking chokes her in the one episode. He's beating the shit out of her, but she loves him. And they're going to be together forever. Fucking hate it. Horrible storyline. I fucking hate it. I get it, but I, I get it, but I fucking hate it. Um, but then... So you, and there's the the drugs and all the other storylines. But then the main guy, his dad. So Rue's best friend is a transgender. I guess she's a girl, but she's trans. Um, I'll leave it at that because I don't want to offend anybody, and I don't know what they don't really address it hard best. enough in the show for me to know. Um, but she's trans. In one of her first episodes, she meets up with this older guy, and he like aggressively fucks her in this hotel room. And she is 17. Well, then you find out that this kid's dad is, like, when they give you his backstory as a child, he found in his dad's office this drawer full of CD cases. And when you put him in the computer, it is just videos of him aggressively fucking younger. I don't, they're not, like, underage. They're of age. But they're younger than him, boys, men in hotel rooms so he's clearly gay and he's clearly got something wrong with him because it is aggressive sex like when i say fucking i mean fucking (laughs) but then his son is kind of the same way but his son is like a total fucking psychopath that's where this show has like a great a great storyline for a different type of show mixed in with a bunch of shit because he he then, like, severely catfishes that trans person and gets her to send him nudes. And then he's like, oh, well, you sent child pornography to somebody through the phone. And I have pictures of it. So if you, do, if you don't do this, this, and this, or if you do do this, uh... this, and this, I'm going to take it to the police. Because child pornography charges are this. And you'll be labeled as a sex offender. And I'm like, it's fucking diabolical. And, like, the more shit he does, he's just a total fucking psychopath. So it is this super dark storyline just mixed in with all this other bullshit. And I'm just like, this is great. I fucking hate this guy, but this storyline is amazing. This show sounds terrible. Um, but then season two, you get the backstory that his dad is gay. You get his backstory when he was in high school. He's gay. But 
when he kisses his best friend for the first time, next morning gets a phone call from his girlfriend. Oh, I'm pregnant. Oh. So that happens. Um, his his son is also clearly gay, but he's also very aggressive. <laughs> like just like his dad, very aggressive sexually, very aggressive physically. Like total fucking asshole. Also head of the football team. What a shock. <laughs> um. And then the clincher for why you won't watch this show. So she, so he goes, he chokes her at the carnival where his girlfriend is dressed like a total hooker. Like, and at one point he addresses it because my family doesn't like you already. You need to go home and change. Well, it's the carnival. Bitch, what? Look around you. No one else is dressed like that for the carnival. What the fuck was that excuse? And I'm sure you've seen the TikToks where people are like, at least I have. Where it's people dressed in normal clothes, and it's like, oh, when you're late for school, but then you remember you go to Euphoria High. And they walk off camera and come back in, and they're in, like, a fucking BDSM outfit. Like, the clothing on this show is outrageous, and <laughs> I don't understand why. But that's part of it, is, like, she is dressed, it's the pants that are, like, skin tight, and then right around the upper thigh, there's, like, the, the big holes that are oh, cut out. Yeah. And it's just, like, a... Not a sports bra, but one of those tops where all it is is, like, the shape of a sports bra, but the whole middle is, like, cut out, and, like, that's what she was wearing. And I'm like, but then her excuse is, like, it's the carnival. And I'm like, what? It's a carnival. I guess it's a different kind of carnival. <laughs> like, what the fuck was that excuse? It was so funny to me. But she aggressively, like, they're... And the guy, so his dad, who fucks that girl... He's, like, a big deal. He owns all these businesses and apartments in the town, and he's a huge fucking deal, because of course he is. Well, then his girlfriend pushes his fucking chili pot over because they won the chili cooking contest again. That's when he drags her over to the trailers and, like, chokes her, and she's got a aggressive fucking hand part, handprint all over her neck. So then school finds out about it. He goes to jail. Well, then he works it that he gets this kid that he fucking beats the shit out of earlier in the season to take the fall for it so that kid now goes to jail he gets out when he gets out of jail they go to a party he is dressed as a prisoner as his halloween it's a halloween party oh dear so he's got the the old school black and white stripes shirt pants and even the fucking little hat they never wore in real life probably but and then his girlfriend his girlfriend is dressed as john benet ramsey Ew. Yeah. I saw that, and even I was like, that's fucked up. I have an idea for a Halloween costume that is <laughs> zombie Kennedy with a hole in the back of his head. And even I saw that and was like, that's fucked up. Ew. Yeah. Why would the show even do that? What? I, I, I don't know. It's just, so that happened. Um, but we will we will leave you with that, folks. That's... I will never watch it. It was one of those, like, even the previews for it, I was, like... I was like... intrigued by the previews because of Zendaya, and then, like, everybody was so in on it. And, like, all these people I follow on Instagram, like, Zach, obviously, from Dry Guys, because he's super fucking weird. But, like, all those type of people were watching it. I haven't seen anybody, like, post reviews about it. I just kept seeing like, the, when it starts. I've never seen reviews other than, like, man, this show is yeah, fucking yeah. wild. Which, like, it is. This show is wild. Um, but there you have it, folks. We will leave you at that. The I hope you enjoyed The Watcher. It will definitely be back again. Um... 
and I said you we would... got some crime documentaries coming up. Yeah, on I the said docket. I said earlier Not in the episode that you would hear one of the great one-liners from Righteous Gemstones. So to close us out, and this is a contender, a top contender to close us out every week. We're gonna see how it feels. Um, I will leave you in a world that is ravaged by horrible news every now and then. We hope this is a respite for you when you listen to this podcast. Just take a break for an hour, hour and a half, however long we go. But until next time, you stay strong, bitch. Bitch.